0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll, and I am Jeff Randall. And joining us again, what? Day two in a row. Where you come from? (laughs) We got (laughs) Keith Wynn back.
1: That's me. I'm here. Thanks for coming on again, Keith. Da, 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 hey, off me. days are great. I, I like having off days from work, so this is something fun I can do instead. Yeah. yeah. We have had bad weather here in Alabama, and we
0: got uh, an off day for almost everyone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think this was just your scheduled off day. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, that, that's, that's oh, really oh, how it works.
1: It's just like, oh, here's your off day, but it's going to, you know, rain, snow, so you, <laughs> There's going to be tornadoes rain, everywhere. Fire, and you can't go do anything. Fire gone. raining from the sky. You know. <laughs> so, anything that you might have been planning to do, you're still not going to get to do, even if you're off today. Sorry. Yep. Have have fun. See you Thank tomorrow. <laughs> you're like, well, I can sleep for 14
0: hours. So, you know, that's I've been wanting a, to do that. That's not a bad off day. <laughs> I, you know,
1: that, that's normal. Yeah, average. I love it uh,
0: When I've had like a bunch of shows in a row, and I've had a lot of load in, load outs, and like, this long music weekend, I seriously will sleep for 14 hours. Whew. Like, it's not even a joke. I will, like pass. I go to sleep on like whatever Sunday afternoon and just like wake up like two days later. It's just insane. You're like, what day <laughs> is it? It's like, a, like I sleep a double night. Like I sleep a, yep. a th- almost <laughs> two, two nights eight, hour, worth two eight yeah. hour
1: day. Stumble through a park. There's people wearing clothes you've never seen before. <laughs> find, the, find the newspaper in the trash can. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Anybody watching Walking Dead? Pull a sword out oh, of sorry. your stomach. <laughs> you guys watching Walking Dead right now? Not right now. Uh, no. They just met a culture. They just met a group of people who have kind of established their own little thing, their own little community culture. Yeah, but they don't talk regular English. They talk like, okay, so you know how you watch like a like a movie, and it's like a nuclear holocaust has happened. It's been like three hundred years, and they find a culture that's like speaking in like two word sentences, and they're like, re- they're like society's gone away, and they're like they can barely speak because it's been so long. Right. They just met a culture on The Walking Dead that's doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's been, like, two years! (laughs) It's been, like, two... According to the lore, it's been, like, two or three years of this show that they've been going on. Although Carl's aged seven years, but we'll we'll leave that alone. (laughs) It's beside the point. Sorry. Not Not to harp on a completely different universe, but that's almost unforgivable for me. It's like culture that's three years into the zombie apocalypse they've all just decided to give up their language skills <laughs> and they're all like we can do without language skills but they're still together it's not like they're they've been alone you don't, you it's don't a whole your community. sense of community it's a whole community that's just decided to talk weird in the middle of virginia or something <laughs> really strange
1: really stupid okay team building exercise
0: yeah right <laughs> all right guys we're gonna speak in two no more than three words per sentence and we've got to learn how to communicate it's like communication exercise no more than you said no more than two words per sentence <laughs> sure ah oh, shit <laughs>
1: That's all i ever say they're here right <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh shit wait do contractions count as Sweet, that's one word, right? That's one word. Sweet Christmas. Yeah. It's like Sweet cheating.
0: Christmas. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Speaking of, we didn't mention it yesterday, but she used Sweet Christmas again in this episode. Yeah, Claire has been using Sweet Christmas, like, constantly, great, and yeah. I love it. It's great. Uh, awesome. Sweet Christmas, it worked.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so... What we're covering today is just Iron Fist feedback episodes 1 through 10, what you guys have said about it, and it took us forever to get to this point. Sorry it's taken so long, so we're going to do more of it in this episode, and then knock out the rest of it later after we finish the season. Um, But do you want to just get right down to it, Matt? I do. Okay. So, first (laughs) up, here we go. Let me get my reading voice on. I'm going to put on my reading voice like a mask. Right, right, right. I'm going to wear my voice like a mask. Get on with it. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I was making an Iron Fist joke. Randy said to us on Twitter, at MCUcast hashtag Iron Fist, Rotten Tomatoes score, critics, 36 reviews, 17%. Dot, 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 dot. Audience, 1,937 votes, 88%. I guess Randy's just pointing out the disparity between the two because audience members like it more than critics. Yeah. I guess this is one of those points where the uh, the actor is right. It's not for the critics. Right. It's for Which, the fans. I will say, I mean, I have been critical of the show, too. Uh, I think generally an audience has a higher likelihood to say they like something yeah. than critics do. Because if you're watching it, you probably like it. If you care enough to go rate it, you probably like it. Yeah. Um, and we have a tendency to just like things because we have invested the time into them. Like. Right. I have invested the time. I'm gonna. Right. It was fine. It was fine. And also, the way that Rotten Tomatoes ranks its stuff, it's like as long as you give it like a C, it's counted in the fresh category or whatever. Um, so like critics are just much more likely to give something a D right. <laughs> than but, uh, an audience member. Right. It's
1: like you said they're they're less invested. Yeah, I don't, I don't and they're know.
0: more invested in critiquing it honestly. Right. They're, they're yeah. actually invested in being but, like, ooh, but, I can tear this shit down. <laughs> right. Also, they were only given six episodes to critique. True, that's, that's true. true, that's true. The first
1: and, six. The fans want to see more, so they're 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 gonna like it and be enthused about it because they also know more is coming and things like that. So I I tend to be more yeah. binary with that. Do I like it or do I not like it? I'm just going to like it. Like, I don't give a score, per se. Right, right. So, like, that's probably how a lot more people are, too. I, I don't, I'm probably not alone in that. Yeah, I think that, there's, like, a
0: thumbs up and a thumbs yeah. down. Like, did you like it or not kind right. of thing. Right, right. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's going to take a lot for me to right, hit that, you know, did not like button. Nah. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like, you're, you're
1: going to literally just have to kill everybody on the show except for, like. I don't, know. There's I don't an, know.
0: There was a movie this year that killed almost everybody, and I thought it was really good. <laughs> huh? Huh? What movie was that? Um, you can think of it. We went to see it together. What did we go see together? (laughs) Oh, God. Moving on. I feel offended. I'm sorry. All right, so... What's this next uh, piece of feedback? Next up, Nathan M. Nathan M. Mr. At Wobbly Boots eighty <laughs> five. I love that name. That's a real good Twitter name. <laughs> he said to his head, Twitter, uh, Addams you cast the reason Ward told that reporter about the drug at cost was so that the front page wasn't about him mentally institutionalized. Hmm. That's an interesting take. Yeah, control the news, control the flow of of what um, What's coming out so that you control your image?
1: All right, it's gonna be a much bigger, much bigger impact story to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, everybody gets this for basically nothing." But you know, we're gonna we're gonna let you know about the
0: billionaire that was,
1: you know, you set that to the side, you know. <laughs> he's, he's,
0: he was only a little bit institutionalized. It took, yeah, what, seventy-two hours, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, 72-hour so hold. Which uh, is where Ward is right now, which is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. turn that on him. <laughs> I, I
1: know how this works. about the 72-hour holding period. <laughs> yeah, and
0: then you're going to diagnose me with something and keep me forever. Uh, all right, next up, Superhero Ethics, at Superhero Ethics, said, At MCU Cast, Matt, I'm with you. First step of hashtag Iron Fist hasn't grabbed me. I don't know or care about Danny's motivations, which is a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Well, it took more than the first episode to get you interested. It shouldn't have, but it did. It did. Uh, But it it did take me almost ten episodes to get interested, so... (laughs) (laughs) You just don't care about Iron like I do. I I care because it's Marvel. Right. And and that's a problem. Like, I want to care... You care about the brand rather than the character? Yeah, and that's a problem. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. That's just for me, though. I'm I'm getting there, though. I think the show is going to lead to good things, and I think he's going to be a great defender, but... <laughs> but they have They have This show was not enough for me to care. Like it, it, we talk about it all the time. Marvel's done a great job of almost every franchise that starts. Captain America, Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk. You watch that first movie and you're like, I'm invested in that character. You yeah. know, like that character I care about. Okay, maybe not the Hulk. Um, <laughs> but what's well, the, the which, incredible Hulk. which Hulk though? Yeah. yeah, that does make a difference. The MCU, hole. the MCU Okay, hole. yeah, I like that one. Um, yeah, but then they changed him, like in yeah. the next movie he was featured in. Like that's not that's not like a, a Terrence Howard to um, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle transition, like of a side character that gets like this is this is a leading dude. Yeah, this is a hero. Yeah, I mean technically War Machine is also a hero. He's on the Avengers, but yeah, you're just saying that because they're black. No. I'm not saying that all black people look alike. I'm saying that you can't say that all Hulks look alike. They're all green, though. <laughs> that doesn't matter. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Omar Almalia has said to us on Facebook, Iron Fist and then a fist emoji, which is kind of funny. Uh, Episode 1, Opinion. First of all, I liked it. Another MARVEL great. He, he did all caps MARVEL. Um, but I have two issues. I know it's a TV budget and not a movie, but the scenes where he jumps over the cab and jump into his-slash-Joy's home were not composited seamlessly. It's like the cut around Danny was too crisp and felt out of place. I am willing to let it go because of its TV effects, but Daredevil didn't have this problem. Also, the opening graphic looks awesome as always, but I was thinking all these brush strokes would eventually form the dragon emblem. Feels like a missed opportunity. Peace and love, guys. My sister's getting married today, so no binging for me. Also, the shirt designs will have to wait a bit, but I've got some ideas already. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you uh, know, I, I think I also mentioned that uh, it's a missed opportunity for the brush brushstrokes to form the uh, dragon symbol. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think I was kind of expecting that too. Not uh, like I can see. That <laughs> Looking in back on it, I'm just hey, yeah. uh, I'm mad.
0: <laughs> I'm mad now. <laughs> yeah. There's uh there's there's, there, there, there's that 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 it was definitely a missed opportunity, because it, it just it just seems like the thing. I mean, it's like in the first episode of um, or in the in the crawl or the credits for Daredevil, you have that blood dripping down. Yeah. And eventually, it forms that statue or whatever. Yeah, it forms the Daredevil. Yeah. Or it, it, forms it pours Daredevil. over Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, is what it looks like. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, uh, Matthew Ryan Cronin said to us on Twitter: "Feel like y'all are giving Iron Fist way too much credit." Uh, i m o it was not good first <laughs> misstep Marvel has had I was still hopeful back back i think when you when you sent that i'm I'm with you though it hasn't been great. you know, I feel like the first misstep that Marvel has had was Iron Man Three with the Mandarin Iron Man Three is my favorite it's great and a lot of people feel like Thor the Dark World was not good, so Opinions differ. Sure, I'll say that much. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Hewing said to us on Facebook, "What if the Defenders is all about the court hearing of Luke Cage? Matt Murdock is the lawyer. Jessica Jones is the private investigator. Luke Cage is the defendant, and Danny Rand is the guy who bankrolls the defense of his friend."
1: Now yeah, that makes sense. Just, uh, Jessica has been taking pictures and stuff of Luke Cage for quite a while now, and was involved yeah. with his uh, his girlfriend. Who?
0: Yeah, yeah. I love this idea. Um, that James has, it, it's like, it's not even a superhero show. <laughs> well, they it's call like, it they call it the Defenders because he's the public defender. The <laughs> exactly. Because they're 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 defending Luke Cage. Like, yeah, it's just a defense. It's like it has nothing to do with defending against the hand. And Sigourney Weaver is not even like a villain. She's just the she's judge. Just a prosecutor, Yeah, just right. yeah. yeah, <laughs> a prosecutor for. They're like just yeah. in Georgia in a courtroom, and it's like a it's like a thirteen hour courtroom <laughs> drama or whatever. It's going to be eight episodes. No one... Okay, eight... eight I'm Still sorry. Still 13 hours, though. Yeah. 13-hour <laughs> courtroom drama where, like, they never use one super ability. Yeah, there's no powers used at all. Just, like, uh, <laughs> he doesn't even... He didn't... Not even the cool stuff where Daredevil's, like, trying to see if people people are lying. He's just...
1: Just... They don't even touch on it. There's yeah. there's even precedent. We had the whole Punisher trial. So, like... Yeah. They've, they've got experience in this kind of show. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love the Punisher they've trial. They've already
0: made this kind of show. They just, just did it with the Punisher. Right. I don't know now about... let's put more heroes in. That'll totally work. Oh man. So uh, Bill Taylor said to us on our blog, after episode two, I'm loving this show. I sort of get the critics that call it slow, which is exactly what I was worried about when he went into the asylum, plus it being an origin story, but I love how they're doing it. When you read comics, you don't usually get to be lucky enough to jump on at the origin point. You just start reading and piece it together as you go, and that's what we're doing here, and it's great. We're following Danny in the now, yet every time he tells his story, more comes out. It feels like we know nothing yet. We already have. Or I'm sorry. We know nothing yet. We've already been told about Kunlun, the Crane Mother, the Dad's involvement in the Hand. Pretty much everyone knows he's Danny. They tell us he's the only one to eliminate the Hand. Uh, for a show that can, on one hand, seem like nothing has happened, so much has been revealed, and I think that's the stuff most critics probably weren't picking up on when giving the show a negative review. That's fair. Maybe. Maybe. You know, it's it's easy to say that a couple of episodes into it. Um, being as far as we are, like we kind of see, like, oh, no, they were just really going slow in those first few, and now they're yeah. finally picking it up. And, like, I hate to be negative about it, because I do like the show a lot. Yeah, um, we're, we're here because we're a fan cast. We're not here to criticize at all. Right. Uh, we're just being honest about our feelings about the show. So. Yeah, that's fair. And that's fine. Uh, but... I, uh, I think he's right that they definitely are revealing more than it seems like they're revealing. Maybe and like they're revealing more than the events that are taking place. It's not like an origin story where they're just like point by point telling you. Yeah, it's of not like character. this is Danny Rand. He's ten years old. and He's on a plane now, now that's crashed. Now, now that we're they ten episodes in, I kind of wish they had just told <laughs> me an origin story in the first <laughs> episode where they were like, "This is Danny Rand. This is the Hand." There's two ver two <laughs> like I kinda wish I knew who uh Bakudo and Davos No and like some of this no, stuff, not Bakudo. Maybe not in the first episode, but like I wish this has all happened in the first three episodes. Like I feel like they've done in three episodes what they could have done in one episode most of the time. Like the whole Danny coming back and them having to convince convince everyone that he's Danny and the whole uh um mental institution thing, I was like just i just i could have left it out i could have left the whole thing out
1: yeah i kind of like what they were it seemed like they were going for the whole like well how would how would it sound from a normal person you know sure somebody jumps in and oh yeah i've been training at this monastery that doesn't exist anywhere on earth you can't get to it from here and and i have and i have special powers and it's yeah okay we're gonna put you in a house but then but then it kind of strains the credibility a little bit when you've got a world where there's been alien invasions
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) human (laughs) stuff that's
0: very true like this is not the craziest thing that's happened like this is not the craziest thing you've caught me doing (laughs) 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 i get it tying it back to the first movie i like it good job I like, to, I like to quote Iron Man one whenever possible on this cast, just because it's always tying into that first movie. Yeah, yeah. Just take it right on back. <laughs> all right, uh, Omar Amali said to us later. Iron Fist, fist emoji. Uh, Mid episode four. I guess he didn't finish all of it before he had to talk about it. Uh, when Wendell Meacham, I think he, uh, I think he means Harold. Herald. Because you did the same thing. I did. Harold <laughs> he Meacham. When Meacham tells Danny, if anybody hears about him being alive, they'll be eliminated. I rewound <laughs> it back and realized he said, eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can't think of any other design. Hand lemonade. <laughs> no, wait, I did have another design. A press conference with Danny saying, I am the Iron Fist a la Tony Stark. <laughs> I don't get the pacing problem. Having Wendell Force Ward to go public with Danny was pretty hasty. I thought it would be dealt with at least at episode six or by the finale. I'm loving it so far. Peace and love.
1: See, actually, to, to go back, I thought I thought they said laminated. Like, I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking we're just going to make ID cards for everybody and lanyards and everything. Like, that? okay, sure. God, you can't that, get that, in that without actually, a lanyard. Yeah, that actually doesn't seem so bad. Like <laughs> <laughs> Patton Oswalt would be proud. Yeah, it's just like, hey, everybody, Harold. Harold is here can I have Harold's here can can I have my to badge? laminate you. You <laughs> can I have my badge now.
0: <laughs> Harold Zim, can we get into the playground now? I, I was, really want that shield facility. I was a part of this um this uh it's like a uh, youth service project thing back in like 2003. And um, <laughs> this guy got a little stir crazy. He'd been working on this project for like 13 weeks and so different group of like 10th graders in every week to build houses for the homeless and stuff Um, and he had gone a little stir crazy and they had a laminator in the office and he started laminating all kinds of things in the office. (laughs) Just everything he could laminate. And then he would post them around the building and then signed them El Laminator. (laughs) And uh and like he just had little catchphrases and it'd just be like like write some I can't remember any of the catchphrases, but he'd write the catchphrase and be like eliminator. And he'd be like, and he even I mean he started like laminating like he laminated a full cheesesteak. We were in Philly. And he laminated like a full Chinese cheese cheesesteak, just sit it through the little rollers and like flattened it out and laminated it. But it was pretty great. It's a waste of a cheesesteak. I know. <laughs> That was hey, a good poor cheesesteak. steak. Elaminator. Elaminator. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Next up, Hughes said to us on Twitter at MCU Cast Iron Fist episode four spoiler. Is that a Karen Page reference by the reporter? Hashtag Iron Fist. It was, in fact.
1: I actually like it. Uh, I, 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 she's the she's on the front page, so she's actually she must be doing really good if she's able to make front page headlines.
0: Yeah, I, mean, and, I thought that was like, interesting too. It's in her
1: name. Yeah. Yeah, she's just Page, Page, yeah.
0: Page. Karen Page.
1: Yeah, I got, I got that. <laughs> yes, yeah. Karen Front Page. They just call her Karen Front Page. They just call her Front. That's her middle name. Yeah, yeah what's up, name, Front? Middle name's
0: Front. What's your name, Karen F. Page? What does F stand for? Front. What? <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Shots fired, you guys. Uh, let's see. Brian Murphy said to us on Twitter. Adams UCast, for such a great show, I can't believe how many bad reviews Iron Fist had. I haven't seen the last episode yet, but how pumped are you for the Defenders?
1: Very pumped. Uh, A little bit. Exceptionally
0: pumped. August 18th, looking forward to that day. It's going to be the best day ever. (laughs) Jeffrey James said to us on Facebook... Uh, Iron Fist Episode 4. Spoilers. Gee, guys, I'm not sure you entirely understand the concept of at-cost. In business, costs include manufacturing costs, sales costs, marketing costs, salaries, office rental, taxes, etc., etc. Selling the product at-cost would be without a profit margin above and beyond those costs. uh, Ward's plan included $45 of profit per pill. Danny's plan would merely have had each pay for itself. Yes, Ward did say $5 to make, but no executive would bring up manufacturing costs as the important number in a project review meeting because the difference between $5 and $50 is only meaningful when all the costs are amortized to create the Delta, $45. Did Danny realize this distinction? I think so, because he specifically said that it was wrong to make profit in this situation. I, uh... I do understand all of those things, and I totally get it if you agree with Danny in the situation. But I just didn't.
1: <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's what they said. This is just how business is. Like, it's like, they're not well, they're, they're not trying to exploit people who and I in.
0: and I and I you know talking. To, I didn't even think they should like uh, sell it for fifty dollars. I thought that was a little greedy. I just was like, just sell it for six dollars a pill. Or whatever, like yeah. Some some there there there's there's a place for profit. I you I still might, have to fund further research. I took the exception, right. and there's other there's other people that comment on the same thing. Uh, I took mm-hmm. the exception with saying that profit is evil. Like I, I, it's just a thing in TV all the time where people yeah. are like, they're making a profit. Or like. Yeah, that's why people go into yeah, business. That's, and, that's, that's the reason for businesses being created, and that's I, why this—that's why this pill that saves all these lives exists because they can make a profit off of it. Uh, that's why these—who else is going to make the pill if not someone who can? They don't have to be as greedy as they're being. I'm not saying that's good, but if there's not going to make some profit off of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I hear I hear that kind of stuff all the time at, at my job. Like, oh, this is going up, isn't it? Well, well yeah. We, we have to, it costs us more to get it here, so it's going to cost more for us to sell it because we want to keep the same profit so that we can continue to improve things. <laughs> like, that's kind of just mm-hmm. how business works. And yeah, I, I think that they, I, I kind of wanted them to explain that kind of thing to Danny. Like, I feel like if they'd taken the time to let him know, hey, this will help us fund further research to help more people.
0: Well, they they specifically said like this will you know go to fund more research. They did say that in the episode. Oh, they did. Okay. And then, yeah, like, and I was like, he followed up right behind it though with a uh, and do pretty good for our profit margin. Like you didn't need to add that. Yeah, that's you that's didn't where need did. to add that, yeah. Dick. That that's was Lawrence. Like Lawrence yeah. deserves it now. Yeah, that's no. where you screwed. That's where he screwed it up. <laughs> that's, it's <just> your fault. <laughs> it's your fault, Lawrence. You brought this on our heads. <laughs> you didn't have to talk about it. Okay, uh, next up, Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, Listening to Pod for Episode 4, I understand that the company can't sell every drug at cost, but they could certainly take the hit on one. Totally agree. Agreed. It is, it is possible. And, and must say, I'm, I'm, again, I never said it was bad for them to do this or Danny to give away the one drug. It's just I felt like it, they didn't discuss it in a way that made... Just making profit is an evil. <laughs> they and, didn't discuss it in a logical kind of way. They were just like, oh, you're making a line insane on your first day? You, you, you jerk! We well, hate you now. Danny says in the episode, and, and and this is fine. If this was if this is the line they want to draw, he's like, we'll make our money elsewhere. Uh, it's not right to make money off of people's lives. Yeah. It's not right to profit from the misery of others. Sure. It's wrong. That's and, what he said. So like, But in a way, anything you do is profiting... Like if you're, you, anything you sell to someone, you're selling it to them because it improves their life, whether it's food, whether it's shelter, whether it's sure. Like there's exceptions, drugs obviously <laughs> being one. Um, I was like the heroin ladies would tell you different, uh, but well, and even the, even the people buying it think that's improving their lives. You're se- you're selling them something that they want, Feels like and the in first this case, time. you're selling them something they can't go without, which yeah. is... It, it, so that's not a good reason to gouge someone, which is why, again, $45, too much profit. Cut it down. <laughs> but, but it's still not evil to make profit. I don't know. Like, I wish they'd just been in a negotiation. Oh, Danny, I see your point. How about we sell it for $10 a pill? Yeah. Cut, he, <laughs>
1: yeah. Meet them halfway. Like, yeah, like... like, like, like negotiate like we we've got all day We're we've got me this is what are we're doing today this is our meeting is, <laughs> we're here to discuss this very thing
0: you know Why? i wouldn't have minded it either if they had been like danny do you know what else we do to make profit like you say we can make our profit elsewhere do you know what other things that we do because i don't think you do
1: that just turns the rest of the series into corporate meetings which, yes. which is a great lead up into the uh, the, the, uh, the trial the trial and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah
0: the public defenders yeah uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, man. Levi said to us on Twitter, Adams UCast, I'm on episode five of Iron Fist, and it's really shaping up to be great. Storyline and characters are great. Cool. Matt didn't I think like so. to hear... I like I like it that people are enjoying it. There's definitely a different thing of differences out this there. This has been a very polarizing series. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, we're reading these feedbacks, and, like, every other one is, I love this, and I hate this, and I love this. And by the way, I hate this. <laughs> It's like all right.
1: Well, this is all over the place. It, it, it's it almost it's like almost like the show fits the theme. the The show itself fits the theme of the show. Like it's very meta. Like it doesn't doesn't seem to fit in anywhere.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it wants to be all the things. It wants to be a kung fu show, but it can't be because it's got to do these corporate meetings. But it can't stick around at the corporate meetings long enough because it's got to go do kung fu things yeah. and
1: be a hero <laughs> right. to the people in the streets. Yeah, you, you can't go like. Is Lawrence going to put up a fight with the Iron Fist? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. That'd be really funny to watch, though.
0: <laughs> you can't just do that. And he just, like, punches
1: him in the chest. He turns out to, be, turns out to be Bullseye, grabs his, his expensive whoa! pen. <laughs> whoa! It's just like, whoa, plot twist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't show up in Iron Fist. He's a Daredevil villain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeffrey James said to us uh, on Facebook, Iron Fist episode five spoilers. Well, I'm definitely enjoying the series, but this episode had some sloppy writing. Specifically, the bullet goes through two doors, one steel, and hits a car windshield. Not sure that's going to happen. More important, after Danny blasts the door of the container open, how does he know who's driving the car? All you'd be able to see would be the headlights, right? On the plus side, there was definitely a... Or, sorry, there was a definite Buffy callback. Is this a date? No! Do you want it to be a date? Buffy <laughs> slash Spike. Nice. I didn't catch the Buffy callback. You, of all people? I know. I feel ashamed of myself. You should. How dare you? <laughs> I do agree, though. The, the bullet in uh, in Colleen's windshield... Or, well, the, the windshield of the car that Colleen stole after just brutally checking that guy with her knees not really brutal but still it was really intense i don't think that that bullet would have made it to her to her window especially well like, it, it might have tinked against her window like oh that was a rock <laughs> but it wouldn't have like put a hole through it 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 went through a wooden door a a steel like container on a container ship kind of door which probably would have stopped it to be honest, and then, what, another 30, 40 feet, and then hit her windshield, like, mm no, A little, little bit of artistic
1: heavy. license with the physics there. Yeah, a
0: little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's just that the MCU just doesn't have the same set of physics.
1: Hammer bullets.
0: Hammer tech. Yeah, it was hammer tech bullets.
1: Yeah, gotcha.
0: And we're just going to put that mm-hmm. in every gun ever yeah. now. Yeah
1: totally I mean you know they did They did mention you know so once, once this technology gets out here on the floor or gets out here in the real world and yeah. everybody's gonna have it
0: yep you can't just let people have it or else it's gonna go everywhere now everyone has AIDS come on <laughs> is that what we're is that the is that not the reference we're supposed to be making so what did Sherman have to say <laughs> <laughs> Sherman Smith said to his Iron Fist episodes 1 through 5 I love the way Danny keeps referencing that the Meacham brother has always been a dick the tradition of multifaceted villains continues beautifully in this series. All the Meachams have their own demons and motivations. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's very true. It's true. It, it is true. I I keep wondering if Joy is going to be ha- like really show her demons. Like she has them. She she has daddy issues, and, and like they keep kind of coming out. And she has like a drive to to be like. Um, successful in business that could deem unhealthy depending on how she takes it so i don't know they, they i wonder if she's going to end up with an with t- taking a turn toward the evil i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what if she just becomes okay with everything that her dad does and it's just like yeah let's keep doing that let's do more of that
1: yeah what makes sense if she missed him enough then she may just Be so grateful to see him that she doesn't ever question anything that he does. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, it's oddly so. In the episode we just watched, she is the one trying to blackmail people, and he's like, No, 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 you don't want to do that because you want to do this honestly so that you can. Yeah, you're going to answer questions under oath, probably. Yeah. Mm. It'd be really weird, though, if, like, because when when uh, Caputo showed up at. uh, Caputo? Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Kabuto, yeah. not the pokemon no it's not a pokemon um bakuto when bakuto showed up at harold's uh, at his table and he's like please sit eat i don't mind like what if something like that happened but in reverse it was bakuto sitting at the table and then joy shows up and is like no no please sit eat i don't mind everything that was harold's is now mine you're doing business with me now. Like, the, he gets that flip and he's like, Whoa, hold up. I said these words mm-hmm. to somebody. I said these <laughs> words to your dad. You can't just do this. There's somebody we have to eliminate. Her name is Joy Meacham. <laughs> Daniel Plum said to us on Twitter, "Adams, Cucast, hashtag Iron Fist episode six. That tournament was amazing. I really hope we get to actually see Kun Lun and maybe even Shao Lao in the flashbacks. I hope so, too. And this episode we just finished, episode 10, uh, it sounds like they m- might be heading back there. Yeah, we might actually get to see Code Lun. Or it could just be that Davos walks off and leaves him there because he's a jerk. Nathaniel Muzzy said to us on Facebook, Iron Fist episodes 1 through 6, feedback slash spoilers. He did good. He was going to do a first half and then a second half, and we kind of dropped the ball on that one. Sorry, Nathaniel, that's our bad. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This was a slog, and I'm a dyed-in-the-wool fanboy. It wasn't completely devoid of merit, but there wasn't a lot for me to love. Major issues at this point in time for me. I absolutely do not care about 90% of the characters. Danny feels boring at his best, and his character just seems to be made up of personality quirk of the episodes. Uh, a few episodes, he seems like, I'm a Zen master, but I have anger issues. And then, he's a fish out of water who's driven by his training, but can't fit into society. Then he's a living weapon, but struggles to come to terms with what that means. It would be fine if he was all three of those at once, but it feels like he just shifts episode to episode. Totally agree with that. All of that about uh, about Danny, I just completely agree with you.
1: Thank he, you, Anthony. He's just very much a... he's like a child. Like, he's...
0: That's what I keep going back to. Is he, that he is he has that arrested development of like his parents died when he was ten, so he just turned off growing up.
1: He he yeah. is what everybody says he is, rather than making up his own mind. Yeah. He is he's the iron fist. He has he has to you know kill the hand. But See, but is are you really Danny?
0: Like, and I think that's really? what he's. I think that's what we're getting to now. And after watching episode ten, I think we're getting to. The the arc of Danny is that he's being pulled in every direction. The hand wants him to be this. Kunlun wants him to be this. Davos wants him to be this. Colleen wants him to be this. Claire wants him to be this. Like everybody has things they want him to be, and he's going to have to figure out who he is, uh, who he wants him to be, and what that means. And and oh, that could be interesting, but wow. I just don't, I don't feel like they settled into that until. Just now, in like episode ten, right? Some of the uh, some of the promotional materials for Iron Fist, whenever it, uh, whatever it was being, was who is Danny Rand? Was who is Danny Rand? That's true. Yeah, if you think about it, not as like a who the hell is this guy, but more like a he's finding himself yeah. kind of thing. It makes more he,
1: sense. He's asking the question. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think that I think that's very much what the show is trying to do, but I don't think they made that clear until now. Yeah, right. they're, they they took a while to actually clue us all into what they're trying to tell us. Well, yeah. I guess it was like they maybe were we were up. just too dumb. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, the Meacham siblings' storylines are so boring slash cliché that I caught myself rolling my eyes when Ward got high because, of course, because he's every businessman bad guy from every movie ever. <laughs> I know they're supposed to be unlikable, but everything they've done has felt telegraphed. It feels inevitable that the sister will be the major baddie by the end.
1: Totally agree. Ward, Ward is a villain. Daniel's hitting all cylinders here. Ward, Ward is a villain from the wrong genre. Yeah, I, he's very genre savvy, but he's in the wrong show. He's, he's, he's wrong genre savvy. Right. I, I'm, I'm stealing these terms, but... That's fine. But That's
0: fine. I'm, we're just going to assume that everybody listening has not heard them. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harold Meacham kind of disappears in episode six, but I just felt like I should be more intrigued, but he felt so mustache twirly. He does a bit. I except that he does seem to have a general, genuine love for his children, at least early on in the show. Yep. At least joy. At least joy. Maybe not Ward as much. Yeah. Maybe neither one of. Them. I think like. He had, Hell, he, I thought he liked Kyle. Yeah, I thought he liked Kyle too. I think he did. He yeah. did, said, and that's said, why he had to kill it. They said he kills the ones closest to him. First uh, yep. First Which he immediately killed Kyle Which I thought was funny Because he's closer to Kyle Than either of his children Well yeah it Makes though right. so, He's there every yeah, day Kyle, All day Yeah I was about yeah. to say
1: that's The exact same thing Kyle's there all the time And does <laughs> everything for him yep. yep Of course they would Kind poor of come Kyle. Close Yeah
0: Maybe Kyle. Maybe it's, it's more literal Than we thought <laughs> They destroy the person Directly to their left first
1: <laughs> <laughs> They get out They get out of Tape measures
0: Yep Who's closer oh i'm killing you oh you're so dead (laughs) uh he continues this show is retconning or creating problematic continuity in daredevil nobu leads the hand and Madame Gao leads her own group daredevil even sought her advice in season two for dealing with the hand now she leads them did i miss something do i just not remember last time i checked the hand wasn't concerned with the heroin trade just buying up the land for dark sky uh, let's see. By combining the hand and the immortal weapons, they make both worse, not better, and it feels choppy. Speaking of choppy, the fight cinematography and, sla- and choreography is so full of jump cuts that it's borderline uninteresting. It's like the every f- Iron Fist fight was filmed one punch at a time. Uh, before we go too much further, I wanted to yeah. talk about, he talks about the hand and Madam gal I think at this point where we are, we're obviously seeing it from further in the future than he saw it. But in episode 10, we're we we're seeing that there are multiple sects of the hand. So yeah. that's, um That at least, at least that one of these many complaints... Um, Although we had the same complaints early on, like, who is Madame Gao? What's the deal? (laughs) Yeah. What is she actually doing? Who does she really lead? Is she using the hand? She's obviously the crane mother! I'm still not sure if she's part of the hand. Like, I still am not totally sure that she... Yeah, she did seem to talk about the hand in episode 10, like, at least um, Bakudo's part, Mm -hmm. as if it were just, like, that's the hand. That's what they do. I was just using them, kind of. Like, she seemed to imply, like the hand is, is a separate entity from herself. She did. She does seem to imply that. So I don't know. We'll see.
1: Maybe 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 two people got their their ideas of what the relationship was backwards. Like like she just sees it as a bit business partnership and, and they're just like, you're one of us now. <laughs> and, and she's just like, no, that's She's like, we went on one date. Yeah, that's not how this we works We went on one date. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I told Nobu I didn't want to see him anymore. And they're like, no, you you met up with him and Fisk, and now we're all in it together. <laughs> Here, kill this farmer. Like, what? No. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, let's see. The Iron Fist power seems random. I know in the comics he can do it about once a day, but in this, does he need to get hit? Can he not maintain it? Does he need to be centered? Also, they took away his ability to counteract poison from the comics, but that I can live with. Uh, So many characters that are actually kind of interesting are underserved. Colleen Wing, Claire Temple, and Jerry Hogarth feel like, Hey, look who else is in this! (laughs) All
1: caps. (laughs) Luckily they've addressed the poison thing.
0: They have. I also think that, uh, uh... I agree a little bit about Claire and Jerry... Hogarth But I think uh, Colleen's been really good in this Yeah Colleen Colleen is definitely The the lead She needs her own show To be honest Yeah I I would definitely watch A Daughters of the Dragon With her and Misty Knight Oh Oh, jeez For sure
1: Oh yeah For sure I almost loved Misty Knight More than Luke Oh yeah
0: I loved Misty Knight Uh, She was awesome The the, the, the episode where Misty Knight And Claire Hang out together Running from bad guys Or whatever Was awesome (laughs) Totally great (laughs) Best, f- you know, Claire needs her own show too. We need a night nurse series. Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: I mean, maybe we could just clip together everything that she's been in so far, and just like make that her first season, or she's, no, season zero.
1: She opens up a uh, she opens up a little like dock in a box type shop, and and like every episode is it's like a medical drama. To go, yes. with our, to go with our legal drama yes. our business drama yeah. medical yeah. drama, just you know She's
0: house. Right. Exactly. Temple MD. <laughs> yes, that's the name of the show. I actually wouldn't mind that at all. Like uh, <laughs> a, a, a night like a night nurse show where she like literally is just like receiving her good guys and trying to deal with them while yep. like the villains are still it's chasing. Like some them other down. random hero, like squirrel girl comes rolling in, like, what did you do? <laughs> so I good. thought you were unbeatable. Speaking of, did you see that news today? Yeah, man. New Warriors. New Warriors is going to be. It's going to be a, a show. show on freeform. So there's going to be two shows on freeform. Oh, yeah. Another so, thing we got to cover, man. <laughs> I'm excited. It's great. It's great. Uh, let's see. Next up. Or, no, not next up. Continuing. Good God. Nathaniel, you write a lot, sir. Nathaniel and gives a real good, solid feedback, and he's right on almost everything. I really he's, like. He's got good, solid points. I appreciate his feedback. It's just there's a lot of it. And I was not expecting it is all uh, these episodes feel drawn out. I feel like we spent 20 minutes watching Danny and Colleen sneak up to those trucks with zero tension, just hardcore parkour and crawling between cable spools. There's like a five minute scene of Ward just walking and taking an elevator. <laughs> I do feel like there's been a lot of elevator taking on this show.
1: <laughs> well, I mean that's
0: where that's the corporate side of it, you know, you take a lot of elevators in those tall buildings. Yeah, just uh, trying to
1: be true to life. it re- represents everybody's opinions of the show. It goes up, it goes down, it goes <laughs> up, it goes down.
0: <laughs> uh, the elevator's not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Said I know this is all being nitpicky, but I did the same thing to BVS. This isn't all bad, but just not up to snuff. I liked Colleen Wing, and it seemed like maybe she learned her fight choreography because they don't cut up her fights quite as much. They nailed the look of the Spider-Girl Immortal Weapon. Claire Temple is still fun. The series has potential to get better. That said, I give it a mid-series grade of meh. (laughs) <laughs> it would have been forgivable if the action was amazing, but it felt—or I just felt underwhelmed and bored. I honestly would have preferred a bad actor, and I'm not convinced Finn Jones is good, who was a martial artist and could kick butt on screen. Think like Tony Jaa in Ong Bok style to this. Uh, sorry about grammar and typos. It's 3 a.m. and I finished my day one binge. Here's hoping the second half rocks my socks. Yeah. I, great feedback, Nathaniel. For real. That was... Very all encompassing, and I liked it. <laughs> we didn't even need to do this cast, we just needed to read his feedback. Yeah, we, we <laughs> didn't need to do anything episodes else. One through
1: six, that was really yep. good. So you just kick me out, we'll get him in. We just sit <laughs> well, in he's
0: in like Minnesota or something. Is, yeah, yeah.
1: Details, semantics, details.
0: <laughs> just get it done. I don't care what you do, how you do it. Uh, Matthew Ryan Cronin said to us on Facebook, only on episode seven. But does it seem like they've really toned down the showing of the gore in Iron Fist, or is it, or is that just keeping in line with the comic? Um, I don't know about if they've toned down the gore because, like, past two episodes we've had uh, we've had Kyle brutally murdered with an ice cream scoop. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, he's talking about episode seven, so. Yeah, maybe it just he just hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah, they didn't have as much crazy gore in the beginning as some of the other shows. Yeah, and I like Fisk and the Oh Door. God! Oh, episode four of... is the brutalize your face and heads. Didn't we have somebody get brutalized in the face and head th- on this show? Yeah, who was it? I don't remember. I remember talking
1: about episode
0: four. In episode four, we talked about somebody got their face all messed up because I remember talking about it. But it's not coming to me, so let's just move on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're losing it. Uh, Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, uh, Iron Fist Episode 8, Danny's naivety is a very interesting character development. He didn't even expect that Brother Meacham murdered his father, which makes sense for his father, or sorry, which makes sense for his character at this stage of his development. You know, at first I thought Sherman was saying like, "Oh, this this new brand new naivety is a uh, yeah interesting development." They suddenly made him naive. Like, I do think (laughs) being facetious, I was like, "Ah, ha, ha, that's funny." No, I think Sherman's being completely uh, uh, on point. What's the opposite of facetious? Uh, Sincere, sincere, sincere. I think he's being sincere here when he says that. But I actually, (laughs) I would say. I think they've made him naive when he want they want the plot needs him to be naive and like super suspicious when the plot needs him to be super suspicious. Uh, I just don't feel like Danny has a like if he'd been the naive bumbling guy who'd been fooled a lot, it'd be one thing. But in the same episode, he's like being super naive about uh, one thing, but then he's like super suspicious of Colleen's new friends. Like it just I don't know. It's just weird. They don't they don't make him a consistent character at all. I'm sorry. That's okay. Not your fault. It's not your fault, man. I'll try to write better next time. (laughs) Not your fault. (laughs) I'll show you the right show. Uh, Sherman Smith said to us again on Facebook, Iron Fist Episode 9, hell of a start. It seems that once you're resurrected, you can't be killed unless someone cuts your head off. Highlander style. (laughs) That's true. There can be only one Harold Meacham. (laughs) (laughs) Chaka-chaka. You know, I, uh, the entire time he was walking around, or not the entire time, but when he, was, uh, when he was walking up to the fire hydrant where the kids were playing and the water was coming out, I was, I was thinking, I was like, just get a mouthful, dude. You got, you got some dirt still in your mouth. Like, just get a that mouthful. Was real gross. Wash yeah. that out. <laughs> just wash that shit out. It's so gross. That was real, real gross. Like, how, how did David Wenham take that for filming? Like, how was he okay with that? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I kind of just wanted to. I kind of just wanted to wash him off myself, just head to toe.
0: Just yeah, just let's just get you cleaned up, buddy. Yeah, you got you got you got something on you, uh, on all of it. That really was quite a good surprise. Beginning of him waking up. Yeah, with Harold just didn't know I just emerging didn't from the
1: swamp. It. Yeah,
0: I was kind of hoping. Um, I was kind of hoping to see Man Thing. Yeah, somebody mentions Did that. Did they? Here, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. We'll get there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Sherman Smith continues Iron Fist episode nine. I don't care how old Madame Gao is. Somebody needs to punch this old hag. <laughs> it's true. Yes. What did she say? Something about her in the 1800s. This last episode.
1: Oh yeah, oh, 17th century. She she was uh, uh, interrogated for the entire century or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So if it's you can't. It's a tra- long time. Tra- I was interrogated for all the half of the 18th century or something like that. Ugh. That was real funny. uh Sherman Smith said to us, continuing Iron Fist episode nine to quote pet cemetery, sometimes dead is better, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <sighs> still, just pour one out for Kyle, man, pour one out for Kyle <sighs> vanilla God, his his major flaw is that he's so boring. <laughs> just, I can't't can't deal with that. Uh, Yoda Hughes said to us on Twitter, Adams, you Cast, Iron Fist one oh nine Well that ice cream incident escalated quickly. <laughs> Madam Gao was alive in the seventeenth century. Those are not relative to each other or relevant to each other. They're There's, not, but they were in the same episode. They were in the same <laughs> episode though. Those like, are two big things. Madame Gal had an ice cream incident in the 17th century <laughs> that escalated really quickly. That you don't know about? It, I, I, iron uh, ice cream in the 17th century always has to escalate quickly because it doesn't. Yeah, they, good they didn't ref- have good refrigeration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Get a, Getting on that shit. Yeah, I yeah, think,
1: totally. I think I feel like Harold is a little bit cold to the idea of vanilla ice cream. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> no. No. Uh, Sherman Smith on Facebook again. My review on Iron Fist after watching ten episodes of Iron Fist. Fantastic. Period. Great story, great characterization. Period. Rule number one. Period. Stay true to the spirit of the source material and you won't go wrong. I can agree with that. I can I can definitely say that it definitely feels like a comic book. It does. It does. F- I- now that we're getting this far into the story, I'm starting to see why Iron Fist is an interesting story. Yeah. Like all the different things pulling at Danny. Uh, but it just took so long to get here that I wish I'd understood it sooner. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Michael, I guess it's Capk, said to us on Facebook, Am I the only one who was looking for Man-Thing in that swamp in Iron Fist? <laughs> No, you are not. You <laughs> Jeff, are not, sir. Jeff was right there with you. We were, we were both wanting somebody to burn at the touch of man thing. <laughs> uh,
1: anyone who experiences fear right, burns at the touch of man right, thing. Right. I, yeah. I, I, watched, I watched one of those cartoons.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did. That Doctor <laughs> Strange. Or, well, I'm sorry. It was a Hulk one that featured Doctor Strange. Something like that. Yeah. It's Halloween something. Anyway. I think it's our last feedback. Featured for Nightmare. For episode 10. All right. Jeffrey James. Man of my own name. Uh, said to us on Facebook, <laughs> Iron Fist spoilers! I so much wanted to like this series, but honestly, it's dreadful. It had a few moments in the first few episodes, but now, but now, by episode 10, I'm watching it out of a sense of duty rather than interest. To pick one broken element out of many, they bother to establish that Madame Gao is super strong and then she goes along with Danny and his friends to New York City through customs without taking any action. Then in New York City, some random military guys jump out of the ceiling and Claire suddenly has claws. WTF? She she had the claws from China. It's weird that she got them
1: through customs, but she did have them. Yeah, I, we, well, think about it. Customs. Is, is, are they really going to make the multi-billionaire guy who owns his own jet go through customs? Probably not. He's a multi-billionaire. He, he can possibly probably get just, around it. He can probably just, you know, be like be like Guys, I'm Danny Rand. Flew into some small airfield or something. Yeah, yeah he's it. got his own airport
0: or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, you know, we got the so, jet, we got the airport, it's whatever.
1: Yeah. There we go.
0: <laughs> totally. just works. But yeah, she had the claws in um, in the fight in uh, China in the previous episode. And I like what she did with them. That was a really cool fight scene. The three of them working together against the two big dudes. Kind of not fair against the big dudes, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, what, you're outnumbered? Then they have to make up for that outnumbering by outnumbering Danny and Davos later. It just, it it makes sense. Right. (laughs) Uh, He continues, the poison suddenly starts working on Colleen, what, two days after they've left China? Corporate jets are slow, question mark? And what was the point of traveling to China anyway, for that stupid scene where Claire talks Danny down from his PTSD? Yeah, it was a little uneventful. I mean, I guess they had to get Gao, but... Gal's been in New York like most of the series, so why yeah, did they. Why didn't you get her then? Why, didn't they, why did they have to go to China to do that? Uh, they acted like they were going there to actually like arrest her or get proof of her misdeeds so they could get her arrested, but then they just captured her themselves. That was a little strange. Yeah. So the poison, she was poisoned in China? Yeah, because she got hit uh, with that, okay. that little nick on her arm from yeah. the sword fight. I got confused in that scene because it was happening. <laughs> It happened during the other fight scene where they're, like, in the dojo. And I thought that she got scratched a different time and got poisoned. Mm. But, yeah, that is weird that she just, like, suddenly comes down with symptoms. Two yeah, days later. well, it's it's weird that these two guys that were pretty much, like, these these two guys that they were fighting got hit with the poison and immediately started to die. Yeah. They, you know, they had their their quick death and then she fights it. Or something, and it's a slow burn for her. Maybe because she's part of the so, hand. Something,
1: something, Bushido training. <laughs> right. Something, <laughs> yeah. something, something. The hand. The hand. Gives treatment. you. Yeah.
0: Particular jello flavors that do away with poison.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or
0: their particular brand of poison. I don't know.
1: It's on my four. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: Jeff, the, what does Jeffrey James continues with? Uh, he says next, then ten minutes of of Gal beating plot points to death, then Zombie Meacham who just happens to recover his brain and then, oops, he's evil, as evidenced by killing a totally unnecessary character who was added into the plot to give him somebody to kill. (laughs) Aw, poor Kyle. He says, The show is miscast, poorly written, badly paced, and just plain bad. I love Marvel stuff and watched Daredevil, Daredevil 2, and Luke Cage twice, each, and Jessica Jones three times. But this turkey belongs in Mystery Science Theater. It's really bad. Man, I hate to hear that Jeffrey You've gone that far to that side uh, I, It's funny, I think I am, I don't know, I'm trying to enjoy it I'm really trying to enjoy it I am enjoying it
1: I just, good. I just enjoy it
0: I'm glad, of course I don't have Terribly high
1: standards, I like Battlefield Earth <laughs> No <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like when I go home and and or I go visit my parents and my dad's watching the core and I'm like what are you, What? Why? <laughs> why? He's, just, he's like I love this movie. No you oh, don't. No, you liar. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and I'm like tearing it down no! every scene. I'm like dad I did this and I did this for homework in high school like we tore this this movie down <laughs> because oh my god it's the worst. It is the
0: worst movie for physics anything like just ever. Ever like the day after tomorrow was the next one, it was like number two on the list or something.
1: Run away from the cold, (sighs) no,
0: no, but the core, the claymore nukes. Oh man, the floating diamonds. Oh, the floating diamonds. i don't don't think i've seen the core (laughs) you're not missing much
1: good have to go rent it right now you're missing zero things you could probably buy it for like a dollar don't rent it that's the one problem with the uh
0: with the streaming world i've gotten just accustomed to like paying the price on the streaming you know to stream it or whatever yeah but there's they should do more bargain bins you know I this bet they could make a lot of money if they were like These movies are 50 cents this month Right, like th- I bet they could make a lot of money that way Probably Like a bunch of their old movies that, Like no one ever rents And just be like Hey, 50 cents Don't you want to watch the core? <laughs> no No <laughs> You could not pay me 50 cents to watch that movie I'd It's be, so bad I'd be in the Unobtainium the Unobtainium, man That's not the core no, it is. It that's, is. Where it, that's where it originated. Oh, really? That's, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what they called it. He, oh. the the scientist guy, uh, he he makes this metal called unobtainium, which absorbs heat and transfers it into electricity. But how do you shape that? How do you shape it? How do you shape that metal?
1: It gets stronger as you heat it up. It gets so. stronger.
0: Normally, with metal, you heat and mold, hammer, maybe you know press. Right and it doesn't react to that, so how do you shape it? Yeah. (laughs) Shrug. Well, you do it by advancing the plot along. Plot. (laughs) In quotes. (laughs) In quotes. Anyway, so that's all of our feedback for Iron Fist episodes 1 through 10. That's right. Thank you guys for all the feedback. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with... Either S.H.I.E.L.D. or the next Iron Fist episode. We'll figure it out. Uh, so come back, join us. We've still got lots more days left of everyday Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Woo! Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. <laughs> a proud member of the Giant Size Team-Up Network. If Proudest. you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com at mcu cast on twitter facebook.com slash mcu cast mcu at gmail.com on the emails and call us at 573 cast mcu if you'd like to leave a voicemail so that we can play on a future show uh we will be back with you tomorrow talk to y'all soon until next time true believers